this is Chris. Hope you're doing well. And welcome to Popcorn Finance, the show where we discuss finance and about the time it takes to make a bag of popcorn. Appreciate y'all coming back and joining for another episode. And today we're going to talk about engagement rings. And because I really don't feel qualified to, to give my opinion on this topic, I asked someone who uh, I think knows much more about the side of things than I do, uh, Stephanie O'Connell, to, uh, to join me on the show. So Stephanie, how are you doing? I'm well. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I appreciate you joining me here on this uh, Sunday, Saturday afternoon. I have no idea what day of the week it is anymore. I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> it's a long weekend. It's a Saturday. It's okay. <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> Always a good time to talk about <laughs> engagement rings, right? Right. Exactly. So <laughs> I, I figured whatever day it happens to be today, it's a good day. So <laughs> for those of you who aren't familiar with Stephanie, she's been on Forbes, Dr. Oz, ABC, Glamour, and you're all about empowering people financially and and really educating everyone on you know how to tackle your finances and how to I guess deal with the things that we're all dealing with when it comes to money. So I thought you'd be the perfect person to talk about this topic with me. And you've had a personal experience with the engagement ring in particular. So would you mind giving your background on what happened with you and uh, engagement ring specifically? <laughs> yeah. So last August, my fiance proposed to me, and he gave me a ring as one does. And I was like, okay, I'll marry you, but how would you feel if we returned the engagement ring and used that money along with some of my savings to pay for our wedding and our honeymoon and like our other life goals instead. And obviously that is not most people's reaction to getting an engagement ring. And a lot of people, <laughs> a lot of people have feelings. They're like, you gave back your engagement ring. But to be clear, I totally accepted the marriage proposal. It was just that, you know, I don't really wear jewelry. I don't really value mm. shiny things so much. And that's not me judging somebody who does. I think that if you do value that symbol, that's going to be something you wear for the rest of your life. Go ahead and get it. But I didn't like the idea of spending money on something just because you that's quote unquote what you do when you get engaged. And I just thought, man, there are so many other things we could do do with that amount of money, especially when you consider the quote unquote rules of engagement rings being that you spend like two to three months of the of your salary on it. Like that's insane money, right? How much yeah. could you do with that money? So like that's kind of what was going through my head after I was like, oh wait, I'm getting married. And then like the second thought was, oh my gosh, that is like such a waste of money, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> No, I completely understand it because that is a lot of money. Yeah. I, I want to be really clear. Like it's not, it, it was the right decision for me. And that's kind of what I, I think my big takeaway on this whole subject of like how much you should spend on an engagement ring, whether you should have an engagement ring, et cetera, et cetera, is really about is like, when can you afford it? And two, is it in alignment with your value system? And if it's not like, it's okay. You know, ever since I shared my story, it's no big deal that I don't have a ring. And it's not like we're having a cheap wedding either, to be honest. Honest. Like I'm still paying for our wedding and it's not like, <laughs> not like we're like not doing anything. Like we are celebrating, but we're celebrating in alignment with our values rather than like what culture tells us to do. It's so funny that there are all these stigma or this social pressure on the ways that we should spend our money in so many different areas. And I think there's a lot of that pressure when it comes to a wedding specifically on how much money you should be spending on all elements of it, but even the engagement ring, like you said, and I, th I think it's so strange that we have this pressure from the outside of people telling us how we should spend our money. Exactly. You're right. Weddings are like the epitome of that too. It's like, it's society pressure. It's 
family pressure. It's, it's like your partner's expectations pressure. And I think what really you have to sit down and have a conversation with your partner about like what your values really are and how are you guys going to be spending money in alignment with those values now that you're joining your lives together? Because that does have financial implications. And this is like the perfect opportunity, I think, to get on the same page as your partner. If you're entering a marriage with somebody, you kind of need to have those conversations anyway. So uh, this was actually a really great jumping off point for me on my fiance. I mean, we already live together. We already share a lot of expenses. So we had a lot of like surface level money conversations, but we didn't really talk more big picture and value stuff until we got engaged. And I was like, okay, so if I give back the ring, we'll have some money freed up for the wedding. But in addition to that, let's sit down and kind of like map out what are the things we want to buy or or achieve financially in the next five years. And we kind of mapped out like, okay, we want to pay for our wedding. We want to take these trips. We want to save money to maybe buy a house. We might not, but we want to have the option to. And so like, then we kind of added up all those numbers around like what our projected price tag was on our like dream lifestyle in the next five years. And we got a really clear sense of like what our priorities are. And then within the context of that picture, some of the stuff that didn't matter so much became so clear. And so we could really reprioritize our financial resources toward those things that actually matter to us. I think that that's huge that you, you've had those conversations. And, you know, initially when I, when I heard your story about the engagement ring, my mind went to, oh, was that awkward when you told him that, you know, maybe, <laughs> maybe you shouldn't give me this ring? But it sounds like you've already had the, the, I think like the groundwork laid or the foundation of having these money talks so that, I, well, I don't know personally, you can tell me, but it sounds like that helped the conversation be less awkward and be more, you know, well, we've already been talking about money and this is just another one of those conversations. Yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, I'm, I'm an advocate of talking about money in some capacity from the first date. Um, <laughs> so like, I'm all about just like being super clear and transparent. I remember when my fiance asked me out for the first time, I was like, I don't care what we do as long as it's cheap. I'm on a budget. <laughs> um, and so like I established the precedent of having these conversations from day one, which means that now in year seven of being together, like it's easier to approach these things. But that said, it's never too late to have these conversations and hopefully you're going to be in a marriage for the rest of your life. So might as well start now because you got a (laughs) long road ahead. Um, And then, yeah, I think there's just like so much about getting on the same page that I think it can be, can be scary to people. Like what you said about, were you worried that he would be offended? Like we had a history, so I knew that was going to be, it was not going to be an issue, but even if he was like, then that's an opportunity for us to have that conversation. Like if he did say, Oh, well, you know, it's important to me that we have a symbol and that you're wearing something, then that is, is kind of indicative of maybe where we're kind of miscommunicating or misaligned on our value systems and need to have a conversation about getting into alignment because money is just like the symptom. It's not, it's not the actual thing, which is like the broader goals and values and priorities. And that's where we really want to get aligned. And maybe our money can be the entry point to making sure those things are aligned. I love that. You know, cause I, I, my, my initial reaction always is, um, I don't want conflict. So I would, I would be nervous to, for her, you know, that like a question like that or topic to bring up some type of issue, but you're right that, you, that probably needs to be something that needs to be talked about anyways. And even if his his reaction maybe would have been, 
maybe more to like, you know, I want you to do this uh, for these reasons. At least it, it, it starts a conversation and it gives you an opportunity to discuss it whether or versus it just kind of just staying, you know, under the surface and never coming up until, you know, years down the road. So no, I think that's uh, that's really great that you brought that up. I didn't even think about it that way. So, yeah, you, you're changing my mind on having some of these difficult conversations. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we do it with everything else. We have those difficult conversations around our health, um, you know, around our family. I, I don't know why we suddenly think we're going to not need to deal with it with our money or that we should avoid it. it. It's it's kind of a necessary thing. And just because it's uncomfortable doesn't mean it's not a conversation worth having. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, and you know, Stephanie, I think you do a, an amazing job of that through your speaking work, uh, all the things you do online through stephanieoconnell.com. And where can people go to kind of connect with you if they want to ask you questions or kind of see more of all the stuff that you're, you're putting out to, I think, really encourage people to talk about money and deal with their finances? Yeah. So uh, I've been really loving Instagram these days. I'm on Instagram at Stephanie O'Connell. Um, I I like to be there because I, I, I want to meet people where they are. And I really want to talk about money within the context of people's lifestyles and like the day to day. So it's really easy to get caught up in like, I need to save, I need to build credit, I need to invest. And that's all really important. And I talk about those things on my blog. But I also want to talk about what does that look like day in and day out when it comes time to get married or when it comes time to move or when it comes time to like deal with your money in your actual life. And so that's kind of what I try to do over on Instagram at Stephanie O'Connell. So you can find me there. I really appreciate what you're doing. And thanks again for joining me here on the show. Well, thank you. Your boy, keep it popping like Mary Poppins.